0: Welcome back to another episode of RuneWalking in Modern Times. I'm Ken, your host, author, RuneWalker, Shaman of the Northern Traditions. And I welcome you to the second in a series of three episodes that, uh, if you watched the previous one or listened to the previous one, you know that uh, this whole thing started at the end of October. And it is now the end of November of 2023. And um, we're now kind of just getting into this. And I find this interesting, um, this second skill that we're going to need, because uh, I think it was uh, solidified a little bit by uh, a reminder that um, soon we'll be moving into Mercury retrograde, which can um, speak to us about communication, and uh, usually we have a little bit of electronic or or, or a little a few problems with communicating. So um, we're going to be getting into that. Um, I hope you're well. I hope that uh, this season, moving into this time, moving into winter the end of fall um, for us in the Northern hemisphere uh, is bringing you some opportunity for quiet reflection <clears throat> and for maybe just reflection in general, some sitting in the dark. So um, last episode, we talked about the fact that this reading or this these threads came about from uh, me asking... what what do we need to know about next year? And pulling the Loki card in the Giant's Tarot and um, looking into um, the idea that because of that card being pulled, the idea behind the card is that um, there will be new things coming up that we're going to need our mental prowess for and that we're going to need to um maybe develop new skills, so I then asked what new skills do we need uh, and I pulled um the first one, if you remember is gar. the second one today is year. year is the rune of the archer um it's a rune of mastery. it's a rune of focus, determination, it's definitely um shows up as a rune of education and um, school, or um, training, leveling up. When I say the archer, I mean this. The archer, uh, because this rune is also connected to Scotty, um, the archer and that huntress, giantess, they don't just, or they don't only know how to shoot a bow. They know how to harvest the wood, how to create the wood for the bow, how to um, harvest the sinew uh, to be able to have string. They know how to, uh, and which woods and parts to use for those. Uh, Same for the arrows. And they don't only know how to put that together and shoot it. They know how to Kill in one shot, they know how to shoot when it's windy, they know how to, or not shoot. Um, they know how, how to aim for short distance, for long distance, they know how to stalk, they know how to um, hunt. And they, this is all mastery of the concept of hunting in the North. And also the idea that um, <clears throat> we're killing so that something else may survive. So there's so much wrapped up, wrapped up into this, not just being able to shoot a bow, an arrow. So mastery. What do we what do we need to master? So if I pull other runes, which I did. To ask for clarification, or to to drill down a bit into this, I pulled Ansu's and Algies. So, Ansu's is a rune of air. It's a rune of messages. It's a rune of uh, movement and clearing. Um, It's also a rune connected to Odin. Algies is um a defense rune um it can be a rune that uh, is a rune of your prison your protection has become your prison one of the ways that it's been passed down to to me through my um my mentors and from their mentors before them is that ALGIES represents a challenge. So it's a challenge that you can't uh, take a pass on. Uh, you can't say hard pass. You just have to, you're going to have to do it. So if I'm looking at mastery and what we have to master, um, communication and challenge. Um I think that was, I, I always want, I feel like I should say more, but I feel like that's quite appropriate. So, I would like more information about that. So, I consulted um, Bifrost. It's a guide to the Yggdrasil, which is by, it's this divination system, fantastic divination system. Um, I, I use this a lot for, um, story and for research, but, uh, also to pull cards. So, um, the card that I pulled from this, uh, is Embla. So the first human woman. So ask an Embla, uh, or Ash and Elm, um, are the first humans in the tradition. Um, Breath was breathed into them uh, by Odin, um, and Vili and Vey uh, gave them them other things. So the presence of Embla in this also drills that down even more, I think, to mastering how we communicate with those... See, that's even wrong. Um, I wanted to even give it a more narrow... Focus into our partnerships, um, romantic and like marital. Uh, however, I sense that that's pigeonholing it a bit. So it's too bit too much of a narrow focus, and let's. Go ahead and broaden that to everyone within the walls of your enclosure. So we're talking about um, the people closest to you in your community who you share space, you share responsibility. Um, how do you communicate with those folks? Um, that has to do with your intention, that has to do with our words, that has to do with our uh, tone, that has to do with speaking our, and being our own true selves, Um, not coming at, um, at our interactions with others, in terms of manipulation or what do they want me to say? how do I feel like I should respond in this instance um, I am reminded that I was dating somebody a little while ago years now uh, and and they were um. Uh, from the millennial generation, and we were chatting over text. I simply said, "Hey, you know what? I would love to have this conversation in person because I feel like this is a, a bigger conversation, and I would, and I, I would like it to be in person." Well, the response I got was, "I'm a millennial." All of our, all of my big discussions have been via text or technology. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. What I am saying is we miss a lot of the communication that happens through tone, through Eye contact through body language. We miss all of those cues of communication. Um, We miss even like the energy put out by that person. Um, And in our, it seems like in our fast paced world, it has become about how can I convey my message, my intention, the thing I need to to tell you in the quickest, most efficient way possible. And because I have to move on to other things. And yes, uh, I believe that's an okay thing to try and do it efficiently and smoothly. and. There's more than that that can't be the blanket way of communicating. So when you're shooting from fifty yards or when you're shooting from ten, um, how you approach those things are very different um. How you approach stalking from those distances and shooting is very different. I'm slightly reminded, um, the image or the thought that came to my mind anyway, was um, a little diagram called the circle of influence. And um, it starts out with what you can influence, um, or what you can control, um, and then the next rings out are things that you don't have control over, but that you can influence, right? So I'm slightly reminded of that in terms of how do we gauge how to communicate? How do we gauge what needs to, what type of communication needs to happen? How do we gauge, um, is there emotion attached? Does there need to be emotion communicated? Is there... Um, is it a simple yes, no? Is there, um, response required? Do I need to see how the person is going to react, um, versus just communicating my opinion without needing, um, without it being a conversation? So communication is going to be challenging. In fact, um, yesterday I was on a a Zoom meeting and um, we were talking about gender um, and um, all of the very big conversations we've been having in our culture about pronouns and how it is such a big conversation that it's going to be one of those catalysts that will bring about such change. That how do we how do we how do we do that? Um, patience from everybody involved in. Uh, that adjustment and that communication is is going to be necessary. So that's possibly you know, is currently one of our challenges in in communicating and not being dismissive of who somebody who um, is communicating differently or 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 is communicating to you their 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 needs or desires. So, as you can see, um, with my little wandering here, we've hit several topics, but they all have to do with communication and how we're being asked from the from these um, readings to master our communication. we're being asked to re-engage with breath uh, re-engage with our own message um we are asked we're being asked to look at how that's not even right I want to say this this is what it feels like what is my intimate language with those closest to me in my enclosure in my group of chosen group of people clan tribe whatever you want to call it um what is my intimate language? Developing an intimate language. Then beyond that, what is my language for interacting with those, maybe those in, a, in an adjacent community? Then what is my language for for interacting with things that are way beyond that? Um, and sometimes it feels a bit like what we've done is we've just started now. Okay. Let me, let me back that up. If you have cultures that have come together and they don't share a common language, they create common language to communicate. And it's about basics. It's about trading. It's about, um, about, uh, simple communication at first. There's not a lot of, um, nuance or, or culture involved so it feels a bit like because we now have such a global community and english is a very common language um so is chinese so is spanish like there are all these gigantic common languages but we've come together and it feels a bit like we all now speak this outer language And we've lost the nuance and the the emotion and the shared experience that we don't acknowledge it in our speech. So our communication needs to be brought back down to, how do I communicate with my intimate, intimate, and I don't mean sexual, strictly, my intimate group of people? What is my communication skills? What are my communication um, ideas? How do I communicate to them? Then how do I communicate to this, these other outer groups that are close? Because we've reached out here, but now it's time to kind of backtrack and really focus our communication and our mastery of our communication skills. I think that's what that feels like. So, Our interactions with those people within our walls, has it become just a language of trade? Where is our language of intimacy? Where is our language of shared experience? Um, You know, to some of my friends, um, all I have to do is say ebb and flow. And we all have a very specific memory and idea, and we joke about it now. But those shared, that's the three words that communicates a lot to those people who are in my more intimate circle. So do you have those? Do you value those? Um, What is your intimate language? How do you communicate more than just the dailies. How how do you do that? We're being called to master that. Master verbal, emotional, energetic, all of our communications. Next week we'll have our third and final skill, and yeah, I look forward to to kind of hearing what uh, what that is, and. As always, may your weird be filled with health, wealth, strength, and virility.